appreciate you and I'm going to continue to give you more and more content worth listening to. So with no further ado, we're going to jump into the show. Well, first off, I want to say thank you to everybody who's listening to this episode now and everybody who listened to the episode last week. You really don't know how much I appreciate that. When I first started to uh, put energy towards this effort, I was reading some books on this whole process. And one of the books that I read said that you're probably not going to get a lot of downloads off of your first two or three episodes. As a matter of fact, they said that normally the average person just starting doesn't even touch anywhere near a hundred downloads. So I want to thank you guys so much for putting me well over a hundred downloads off of my first episode. I really appreciate that. Um, also, I never would have thought that I would have people listening to these podcasts in other countries. But looking at the stats that are actually displayed on the site that I feed through, because I feed through Buzzspout, and if you're ever thinking about doing a podcast whatsoever, I am recommending that you go straight through them. They're an amazing service. But they allow me to see the stats of the different locations that I'm actually getting downloads from and to see that there are people in other countries listening to this podcast is absolutely amazing. So I want to thank you. I wanted to take that time out to make sure I appreciated you guys for listening. See, I actually didn't have any intentions of doing this episode right now. But a couple of things happened that caused me to change my mind. One was when I finished the episode on my mom, um, I was looking through the list of subjects that I have for episodes and something said, talk about fear. That's what you need to talk about right now. So I, you know, I marked it and I didn't think anything else of it. And then I went to church that Sunday morning and my pastor's wife was doing uh, the message for the morning and directly inside of her message, she discussed the importance of combating fear. So that was one thing that kind of helped me uh, feel strongly about what I was doing as far as the, me- the, the, the message of this episode. So then Tuesday, me and my best friend in the whole wide world, we went out to lunch. And while we were out to lunch, he talked about a situation that he was thinking about that demonstrated the systematic fear that has been ingrained into society with certain people. And I was like, mm, that's interesting that you would say that and talk about that now because my podcast is going to be about faith and fear. So I went to church Wednesday night and my pastor was giving a message and his message was also about fear and defeating fear and not letting fear take hold of you. So I say all that to say that there was real confirmation this week about the direction that I was going to go with this episode. However, this episode is where we begin the deep dive into what the soapbox is really all about. Um, The whole purpose of the soapbox is to affect change. 
That's what the soapbox is all about. It's all about opening up conversation, dialogue, ideas about changing the way people think. Now, why do you say change the way people think? Well, because it is proven historically that behavior is a direct reflection of what a person thinks, how they think, how their mind works, how they perceive the world and the situations around them. So ultimately, to change the way a person acts, to change the way a person operates, you have to change the way they think. So today's subject matter is what I would consider the tip of the spear. Because what we want to do is we want to talk about subjects that are going to cause people to look at themselves and think about the way that they approach the decisions that they make. And today, our subject matter is about fear. So originally, I had titled this episode, Faith Versus Fear. But in all actuality, the name really should be the case against fear. So with that being said, let me make something absolutely clear to you. I don't care what you believe. Well, that may sound harsh. Well, listen, I don't care what you believe or don't believe. What I'm talking to you today about is a universal law. Faith and fear are universal realities that no matter what you think or believe are actually constructs that affect every single person that is listening to this podcast as well as every single person that's not. Fear is the enemy of us all. Let me make that absolutely clear to you. Fear is the enemy of everyone. It is a universal destructive force. And if you do not understand its makeup, how it destroys the mentality, then you will fall victim to it every single day of your life. Now, both fear and faith are really built from the same construct. Both represent the human ability to believe in an outcome that has not yet manifested. Whereas faith represents the belief in the good and fear represents the belief in the bad. True faith and fear cannot exist in the same space. The presence of true fear, though, means the absence of faith. And we have to understand that fear is an all-encompassing emotion. And it has caused so many people to be polarized in their efforts in life. There are people out there right now who are not chasing their dreams, not achieving the things that they were built to do, that they were designed to do, because they're afraid. There are children right now that are pausing in their elevation in life, not going to school or not going to that job or not playing sports or or not doing whatever it is that their heart is calling out to them to do because of fear. Fear has become a captivating portion of the human existence. And we feed it with 
many of the actions that we take each and every day. One of the main things that we do a lot of times to feed our fears is our own mouths. A lot of times we talk ourselves in the situations where fear takes over and controls how we think and how we feel. Your mouth is more powerful than any other tool that you have. It can create it can destroy. And what it has done many times is giving people the water that's needed to grow the seed of fear inside of their own mind. We need to eliminate some, some common misconceptions too. One of those misconceptions is that people talk about what's called a healthy fear. Now that terminology to me is, is overly used and it is definitely not given the proper understanding because what we have to acknowledge is that if we're talking about a healthy understanding of the fear element then there's a term for that that we use and that's called respect so i'm going to talk about respect a little further down in the in the episode but at the present moment we have to understand that fear is not our friend fear leads to anxiety fear leads to stress a study was done in 2016, and it showed that 5 million people a year die from anxiety disorder. They die from complications, from stress, from being afraid of the outcome of the situation that they're in. That's directly connected to the fear frame of mind. I work in a prison. And anybody out there that's listening who has ever worked inside of a prison or anywhere in law enforcement knows that it is very easy to allow the fear element to engulf your day-to-day operation. It is also very easy to allow stress that is built up from fear to take over your mind and destroy your inner peace completely separate you from reality and cause you to do things inside of your life, inside of your home, in your relationships with other people that you would have never done. But because of the fact that you are suffering from the stress and the turmoil of being afraid, then you take actions that you would have never dreamed about taking. It's crazy right now because right now we're living in a world where we are facing a real monster. This coronavirus, this COVID-19 is a situation that generates fear for a lot of people. There's no cure for it. We don't truly know where it came from. And ultimately, we're dealing with a situation where we're being fed information from multiple sources and everybody has their own opinion. Nobody really knows. That can be frightening. That can be a situation where we're worried, we're afraid, we don't know how tomorrow is going to look. So fear begins to creep into our mind. Now, let me make this clear because I'm going to really, really dig into this. But understand, you are not going to walk away from this podcast today and never be afraid again. All right. It doesn't work like that. 
I find myself battling fear every day. But I've made the conscious decision that I am not going to allow fear to affect my decision making throughout my day. Fear will never be the reasoning for the decisions that I make and the things that I do. Now, we have to understand, though, that both fear and faith start off blind. Understand that the emotional condition of both of these begins with a chance. It begins with a blind step. I work out a lot. As a matter of fact, I worked out today. And I can remember plenty of times when the first time I I stepped into the gym and dealt with a different amount of weight, I didn't know that I could lift it. I didn't know that I could achieve what it is that I was trying to achieve. So I had to step out into that blindly. And that's what we do with both of these. We step out into them blindly. But then as we continue, we cultivate a belief in each of them. And that's what causes us to keep going, to keep trying. Think about it. The first time you've ever cooked something, your favorite meal, the first time you did it, you tried it. You didn't know that it was going to come out good or bad. You just tried it out. So basically, you have to understand that faith and fear both start out as a trial. And then from that point, we cultivate how we deal with each of them. Now, what I'm about to say is really directed mostly to my my Christian brothers and sisters that are out there that are listening to this podcast, because I want to make sure I, I, I prove a point. So a lot of times in my faith-based belief, we talk about blind faith, but we have to understand that at a certain point, is it really blind? Think about it. We're constantly told about the goodness of God. We're given a Bible full of illustrations of things that our God has done throughout history. And then we have the opportunity to endure and live. All of those things cultivate our faith in what we believe. So then it doesn't become blind. It just becomes cultivated. Sure, the first step was blind. But then after that, it's just cultivation. It's the same thing with any other process that you do. Your job. Your car, the television that you watch, every time you start something new, you begin blind and use a trial. And then from there, you build up faith in that particular thing. Well, here's the problem. Fear works the same exact way. Think about the first time that you ever watched a scary movie. The very first time. Not Not you knowing about scary movies and kind of going to movie theaters or talking to friends. I'm talking about the first time you ever sat in front of something that was designed to be horrific. You didn't know the difference from any other movie. It wasn't until you watched it and and experienced it that you understood that the elements from this movie caused you to be afraid. And then from there on, it was cultivated. That's what any situation. Take a gun, for instance. Initially, a person doesn't know to be afraid of a gun. It's just an item. That's why children get shot with them every year, playing around with them in people's homes. Because they don't know to be afraid of it. They don't know what it can do. But once you learn 
then you build up this culture inside of your mind that tells you to stay away. Don't deal with it. And any time that it shows its head, you should be afraid. But fear has offsprings. Fear has derivatives, connection. And those things are things that we've talked about a little bit so far. Stress. Stress is an element of fear. Stress is birth from fear. You stress because you don't know the answer. You stress because you don't know what's coming. You stress because you're taking a test and you don't know if you're going to pass it or not. You stress because you're starting a new job and you don't know how people are going to going to talk to you or deal with you. You stress because you get this new idea and you're starting this new thing and you don't know how it's going to come out. All of those are rooted in fear because what has happened is is that you have become accustomed to the human condition to worry, which is the next offspring of fear people worry all the time sometimes people worry about things that have absolutely nothing to do with them at all many times and so many of us fall victim on this but many times we worry about stuff that we can't even change i try my best to make it a point not to worry about a single thing that i can't do anything about it makes no sense for me to waste brain power and my peace Worrying about somebody or some situation that I can't do anything about. If I'm going to worry, I'm going to worry about the things that I can change. And not only am I going to worry about them, but I'm going to do something about them. I'm not going to just sit around and let them turn into bigger problems. Which leads me to the next offspring of fear, which is doubt. What happens is, is that people begin to fear the outcome. And they begin to doubt their ability to achieve. That is such a negative element to put into your life, to allow to exist in your mind, is doubt. And then probably one of the most damaging ones is despair. Because sometimes people fear a situation so bad. They stress about a situation so bad, worry And doubt that they can change it so much that they fall into a pit of despair. And inside of that pit, they don't see an answer. They don't see an outcome. And sometimes they go as far as taking their own life because nothing else seems to come to mind that can change the condition or the situation. Fear sparks all of this. Now, we've discussed the fact that fear shows a lack of faith. They can't exist in the same realm, in the same space. But fear also shows a lack of preparation. A lot of times what happens is that people engage situations that they're not prepared for. And that causes fear to have a doorway to live and fester inside of the mind of an individual. Preparation is key. No matter what you're doing, no matter what you are attempting to achieve, preparation matters. I'm on a tag team, and one of the biggest things that we do all the time is we train and we prepare for whatever the condition is that we might face, for whatever the situation is that we might face, so that when that time comes, we can feel confident in what we have learned and trained 
to do. I'm a martial artist. I've been a martial artist for years. I remember the first time that I ever went to a tournament. I was so scared. I was scared out of my mind. And as I began to engage in the tournament, I realized that I was prepared for what I had came to do. So then that fear was pushed away. The next time I came to the tournament, it was just like walking in the park. It was nothing. And win or lose, I was prepared for what was going to happen. Which leads me to another level of preparation. People have to also be prepared to understand that we don't win all the time. Sometimes we fall into despair because we have lost and we were not prepared to deal with the situation of losing. Understand that winning and losing is a part of the human existence. You will not win all the time and you will not lose all the time. But I guarantee you that if you push on, you'll be better than what you were before. Now, the biggest one is that fear shows a lack of promise. Not knowing what the future holds for you. That is probably one of the most fearful situations that exists. That's why this this disease is is so rampant in the minds of people because the spin that's being put on it all the time as you listen to everyone is we don't know. We don't know what tomorrow brings. We don't know if there's going to be a vaccine in 12 months or 18 months. We don't even know if the vaccine that we give you is going to work. And all that does is feed the fear that has engulfed people's minds already. But I have to tell you another story about my mom. When my mom originally got sick and we started taking her to, uh, to her treatments, Me and my mom sat down and we had a conversation one day. And my mom said to me, she said, TJ, I could die today and I'm not afraid. I'm ready to go because I know what my future holds. That is the type of promise that you have to have to combat fear. I can't engage in any situation without keeping the end in mind first. I have to see it. No matter what the situation looks like, I am constantly viewing success. No matter how this situation plays out. In my mind, I have to defeat fear that way. So you have to have promise. You have to allow promise to become a part of your existence. If you don't, then you will always worry about what tomorrow brings. And you can't be in that state. And defeat fear because it will engulf that. It will take that and turn it into a mountain. So we have to think about we need promise. So I don't know who all is listening to this podcast. I don't know what you believe. I don't know what your faith-based practice is. But what I will tell you today is that you need promise. Now, I told you earlier that we needed to eliminate the term healthy fear well when we do that we need to also though acknowledge that there are elements that we need to hold on to and the two that matter more than anything are respect and caution you see i have faith 
And not only do I have faith, but I am not afraid of this disease. But I'm not stupid either. I utilize caution because I understand and I respect the situation. Once you respect the situation for what it is, and I'm not talking about Marvel at it, because some people somewhere will be like, well, well, that's what respect means. It means you've got to marvel at what, what the condition is. No, I'm not telling you to marvel at it. I'm telling you to respect it for what it has done. The condition itself has done damage and is continuing to do damage to life as we know it. But not only do I respect it for what it is able to do, but I am also cautious in its abilities. So when I go in crowded places, I wear a mask. When I have my gun at home, I make sure that I keep it away from my children. Not because I'm afraid of the gun, but I respect what the gun can do. And I'm cautious in the manner of how I deal with it because I don't want my children who aren't afraid of it to get it and do something horrible. Those are the two words that we need to, to replace fear with. We need to stop telling people that, yeah, I was scared. No, I was cautious. I was aware that this person could have did that. I was aware that this group of people could have done damage to. I was aware. Once you get to that point, then you stop allowing fear to hold grip on your understanding. And you begin to hold on to what's going on. That's where you've got to get to. But we are not about to be so deeply rooted in the understanding of faith that we do things that don't make sense either. I have a lot of faith in my situation and what I believe in and how I'm going to get to where I'm going. But I'm not about to step in front of a bus and let it hit me because I have faith that I'm going to be all right. No, I'm going to respect the bus for what it can do. And I'm going to be cautious when it is around. That's the way we have to approach life with respect and with caution, holding on to the faith and belief in the promise of life, being prepared for what we have to do and what we will encounter. So that's all for the day. I hope you guys enjoy listening. I hope you found some jewels inside of, of uh, this episode that you can take and, and mold uh, your experiences with um, by all means feel free send your comments on facebook on youtube uh, apple I- itunes is where you can hear uh, a lot of the podcast but f- make sure that you step away from today fighting fear and cultivating faith it's tj from the soapbox i love you guys 